You are now listening to Changing Lives, a podcast presented by Mount Gilead Full Gospel International Ministries, hosted by co-pastor Elena Robertson. Welcome to Changing Lives. This is episode 32. I'm so glad that you've joined with us today. We are changing lives with the Word of God. And so today I want to share with you as it pertains to our mouth, the power of our tongue, our mouth, the things that we speak out of it. So I say to you, watch over your mouth. And so let's just get right into it. You know, I've found that in the Word of God, it shows us that how much power our mouth has. And it's one of the most powerful forces that we have in our lives. I mean, if you think about it, when we became saved, what was some of the things that we did in order to enact our salvation? The Word of God says, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart. So it wasn't just believing in your heart, it was confessing with your mouth. And so that's a powerful force. And so, um, you know, in Proverbs 18, 21, it says, death and life are in the power of the tongue. And so we have the ability with our mouth, our tongue, synonymous, same thing, you know, to, to speak blessings, but also to speak curses. And the enemy would want nothing more than to be able to take such a powerful tool and to use it against us. And unfortunately, many times we fall prey to allowing the enemy to use our tongue, our mouth, um, to actually sabotage our our blessings, our destiny, um, to to curse other people, um, to speak ill of of, of others, um, and we know that that does not please God. And so we want to be able to really recognize the power that's in our tongue. Not only it be head knowledge, but it be such a revelation in our hearts that. We really watch over every word that we say. You know, sometimes we could just be talking and in a conversation, you know, and uh, we're just talking about things, you know. And sometimes if, if you're not very intentional about guarding your conversation, it can lead towards talking about other people, gossiping, slandering, all of those things that we know that, that it's, in the word it tells us not to do. And so we really want to watch over our mouth. I mean, our mouths has the power to move mountains. Think about that. And Mark eleven twenty three is one of the most hallmark scriptures in the Bible. And it says, For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Oh my God, that's that's not just a metaphor. That is an actual power that we have in our mouths to move mountains that represent difficult things, uh, hard things that are in our lives. That's why we can stand on the word of God that says that with him, nothing is impossible because when we speak things out of our mouth and we believe it in our hearts, we have the ability to shift things uh, all for the, for our good. And so that is a powerful force. And so, you know, so we have to recognize how powerful um, 
how much power we have on the inside of us. You know, in Proverbs 6, 2, it says that we are snared by the words of our mouth. That means that that word snared means it's snatched up um, by the words of our mouth. And so, and then it goes on to say, and they are taken with the words uh, of their mouth. And in, in the Amplified Version, it says this, you are snared with the words of your lips. You are caught by the speech of your mouth. And so what comes out of your mouth, if whether you speak blessings, whether you speak positive, whether you speak um, things that are to come that are good, or you do the opposite, you are snared by that. So come on, what would you rather be caught up by? Do you want to be caught up or snared by the blessings that you speak out of your mouth, um, the, the good things that you speak out of your mouth, or do you want to be caught up with the things that, that are bad, that, that curse your life? And so we got to watch that. You know, a lot of times, you know, we can be great people of faith, but for me as, um, a, as a pastor, as one that works a lot with, with, with people to encourage them to speak the word of God, most of the time I find myself um, have really addressing or trying to help people to deal with what comes out of their mouths. Because we can, we can believe one thing, and, and sometimes we may even say something that agrees with the word of God, but then what are we saying when we're not in that atmosphere of faith, when when things get a little hard, get a little, uh, you know, sticky, are we still saying the same thing? And so, um, so we have to watch that because things such as, um, oh, I'll never be able to do that, or I can't do that, or that's impossible. Well, right away, I already know if someone says that's impossible, then that's contradicting the word of God, which says with Man, yeah, it's impossible. Now, if you if you preference it with that, but but not with God. For with God, nothing is impossible. For me to say out of my mouth, it can't be done, it won't be done, then 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 that then that then that means we are that I'm snaring myself with that. Um to say I I'll never go there. I'll I'll never uh be like that, you know, uh, when it can very well be a part of our God's plan for our lives or our destiny that we can go there. We can be like that, you know, um, to say, um, I can't afford that. You know, that was one of the things that I learned very early on under the teaching of our apostle that, you know, it may be a fact because we, we know we are people of faith. Fact does not override faith. And so it may be a fact that right now the money that's in your bank account cannot necessarily afford whatever you that you may be thinking about or 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 you know may be presented to you. Um, but that doesn't mean that it can't come a time where you can. And so I remember teach being being taught by Apostle to say, okay, I'm not gonna say I can't afford it. I'll say I'll be back, or I, you know, I'll come back around to that or one day it's going to happen, or I'll see you soon. You know, I can remember that, you know, when we were, um, our kids were young and we were, um, we were dealing with, uh, you know, getting cars and things like that. And um, I remember wanting to have a, 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 a minivan and I wanted a purple minivan. And that was really one of those rare colors, you know? And so, but I still, for some reason, wanted a purple minivan. And so I can remember before getting that purple minivan, I had, I had a, um, it was a Hyundai XL. 
and uh, we had a Dodge Aries K K car, and and you know they they did what they needed to do. They got us from point A to point B, but it was time for us to to upgrade. And so, but it took us a while to get to that. And one of the things that I, we began to speak out of our mouths was that, you know, if we saw a minivan or if I saw a purple minivan, we would say, there I go, you know, and, and it, it, it didn't mean that my, our bank account matched up with it. It didn't mean we, that we could go buy it right then and there. No, but it meant that my faith uh, is it, reaching for that. And so if my faith is reaching for that, then what comes out of my mouth is going to reach for that as well. So a big part of us, you know, uh, uh, moving out in faith is that our thoughts line with the word of God. And therefore, if our thoughts line with the word of God, then our mouths line up with the word of God. So, you know, so to me, it, it counsels out, you know, if you're believing, you know, with your faith, you're believing according to the word of God, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So you got it in your heart. But if with your mouth you speak out, I can't do it. If your mouth you speak out, it's too hard. Again, I'm reminded of another scripture that says, with God, Nothing is too hard for him, you know? And so if that's the case, God is with us, right? God is for us. God is with us. So if he's with us and and we are connected to him as joint heirs to him or, or heirs to the throne, then that means that whatever he has the capability of, of doing, that means we have the capability. So that means if something is hard or difficult, it doesn't mean that it has to be hard or difficult for us. And so what happens, Our what we speak out of our mouth has to line up with that. I mean, when, when I'm just talking to people leisurely about different things, a lot of times I'll hear, it's so hard, it's so hard, it's so hard. So also we know that the Word of God says, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. And so there's two parts to that. Faith comes by hearing. That's a spiritual principle that what you hear, you get faith for. Well, the second part is simply telling me that if you hear the word of God, then that's what you're going to get faith for. So faith, you want the kind of faith that comes by hearing the word of God. And when you hear the word of God, it comes out of your mouth because that's what's resonating in your spirit. So, you know, so it's it's, it's really powerful when you think about what God has given us uh, in, 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 in our mouth, in, in the ability to speak out. Okay. And so it's just, it's just incredible. And so we got to make sure that we put a watch or we allow the Lord to watch over our mouths. And how does he do that? How does he watch over our mouths? Let's look at the scripture first in, in Psalms 141. And it says, um, Set a guard, O Lord, over my mouth. Keep watch over the door of my lip. And so, you know, you so you look at that and it's like, okay, you're asking God, this is David, to lo- look over my mouth and keep a watch over the door of my lips. So what he what David did in this particular incident is because you know David he went through all kinds of things. He went through all kinds of hardship, all kinds of difficult, hard situations. But David was if you remember, he was a worshipper. And as a worshipper, 
he, I believe he understood how important it was for whatever that would come out of his mouth, you know? And so, so much so that he gave God permission to guard his mouth. Now, how, now how does God guard our mouth? I believe he guards our mouth based on the word of God, based upon the precepts and principles um, on the, in the word of God. And so, and so when we say, watch over your mouth, watch your mouth, really that's what we ought to be thinking. Using the word of God as our filter, okay? And when you think of the filter in the natural sense, you, you think of, you know, a, a little bowl-like wirely thing that has, you know, uh, holes in it that that when you pour something in it, whether it's a liquid or whatever, um, whatever you don't want stays in the bowl and whatever you do want or vice versa comes out. And so if you want to release certain things, if you allow the Lord to, to put a watch over your mouth by helping you to use the word of God as a filter, that means when you begin to speak something that's contrary to the word of God, the Holy Spirit is going to check you. And that's your filter. It's going to check you and say, that's not the word of God. And you don't want that to come out of your mouth. Okay. And so <clears throat> when we give the Holy Spirit permission to do that, then that really sets us up for blessing. Look, this, this is a discipline. This is a discipline that we have to learn. It's not, it's not about necessarily not facing reality. No, we're people of faith. We, we, you know, and when you're people of faith, a lot of times what's actually going on is going to contradict what you're believing God for and what you have faith for. And so what do you do? Do you just give in to what's actually going on, the factual things that may be you know, flowing, you know, around you in your circumstances and situations. No, you be like Abraham. Do you remember Abraham? Abraham, he believed God to have a son. He just wanted a son, but God spoke over his life and showed him the sands and said that you will be the father of many nations and and, and that, you know, he would... Uh, and 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 that he would have all of these generations upon the generations that would come out of his loins. This was God that spoke <laughs> to Abraham. Abraham was just he just wanted a son between him and his wife Sarah. But what what did he do? I mean, he went through years and years of probably cultural and social disgrace because back in those days to be barren was a disgrace, and so. He, they went through that and they went through all kinds of, you know, other types of, 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 of ways of making it happen. You know, you know, uh, Abraham, you know, having a child with his maidservant, you know, and just all kinds of things that he confronted. But he got to his old age. And surely when you get to your age of past rearing children, you know, that's impossible. OK, that's what they were thinking. But because Abraham received a promise from God, he chose to believe God. And so 
he hoped <laughs> against hope. You know, he, he called those things. This is the word of God. You know, in the word of God, he called those things that be not as though they were. You know, he spoke those things into existence and he spoke that he shall be the father of many nations. In other words, he took the word of God that God had, had spoken over him and he spoke it out. That was that that was what built up his faith to believe, okay, I'm past the age of rearing children, but I trust God. I believe God. And so and, and so that's how we have to be when circumstances come our way. We can't we can't cave in and give up and say, okay, it is what it is. No, it is not is what it is. What you see is not necessarily what you get. What you see, you have to determine. If you're going to turn the ties and get the blessing that God has promised you in place of that. And so we have to watch when we say it can't be done. It's too hard. I can't afford it. Those types of things, you know, and so and and, and don't be deceived to think, oh, well, I'm just speaking the truth. Well, what really is the truth is the word of God that you're standing on the truth. Or are you speaking factual evidence? And so you got to be able to know the difference. But nonetheless, it all boils down to the power of the tongue. Um, Samuel, Samuel had such power in his tongue. He was a prophet in the land, a true prophet in the land. And God blessed him so that he said, I will not let any of your words fall to the ground, which means none of your words will be wasted. You know, and that showed how powerful that Samuel had the ability because God trusted him so much that he wouldn't speak out of his own agenda. He spoke from the spirit of God unctioning him. And so he gave him the power that whatever he spoke out, which of course we already knew was going to be lined up with the word of God, whatever he spoke out would be blessings, would come to pass would not fall to the ground. And that is just tremendously, tremendously powerful. So, you know, so so we got to really take inventory of what has been coming out of our mouths. And some things, some things are obvious that is not of God, okay? Um, you know, he, he tells us about gossiping. He talks, he, he tells us in the word about you know, the communication that is not good, that's not edifying to the body of Christ, that's not edifying to, to your child, not edifying to, to your brother, or your sister in Christ. Those things are obvious, but we still, we still get snared by it. We still get stumped by it because it's something about, you know, just, you know, we don't know how to put a muzzle on our mouths, you know, and we got to really take this thing seriously to allow God to help us to um, to be very intentional about what comes out of our mouths, that we speak blessings, that we speak truth, that, that we speak forth the word of God out of our mouths. So powerful. Glory to God. And so, you know, so, so, so David gave permission to God to put a watch over his mouth. And I want to encourage you to do the same thing. I want to end with this. In James, it talks about an analogy that our mouth has. In James 3, 4, and I'm going to read it to you. It says, look also at ships, although they are so large and are driven by fierce winds, they are turned by a very small rudder wherever the pilot desires. 
Even so, the tongue is a little member and boasts great things. See how great a force a little fire kindles. And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. The tongue is set, so set among our members that it defiles the whole body and sets on fire the course of nature. And it is set on fire by hell. For every kind of beast and bird of reptile and creature of the seas is tamed and has been tamed by mankind. But no man can tame the tongue. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. With With it we bless our God and Father, and with it we curse men and have been made into the similitude of God. And so here it's making this, I mean, just strong analogy of uh, our, our tongue, which is connected to our mouths, uh, which has a lot to do with what comes out, okay? Um, it, it relates it to that small rudder that's in a ship. And you look at these big ships and, 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 and that rudder controls which direction that big, huge ship goes. It's just a small rudder. And so, um, but that rudder is controlled by a pilot, <laughs> by a captain, okay? But the analogy is to the mouth, how the mouth is a very small piece, a part of our bodies. It controls. You know what? When you think about it, does our legs control where we go? Physically, yes. But our mouths control where we go spiritually. So when we look at that and we see that it says, but no man can tame the tongue. But we know that if we, like David did, allow God to put a watch over our mouths, over our tongues, that we can actually tame the tongue. So man can't tame it by itself. But God, with the help of God, through his word, through the help of the Holy Spirit, glory to God, we can tame this tongue to be able to take us in the direction that we are led by the Holy Spirit. With the Holy Spirit, with God our Father being our pilot, being our captain, then we are able to, as we yield to him, allow him to to stir our mouth that what comes out of it is what's going to speak into our destiny, speak into our future. What comes out of it is what's going to speak into our loved ones, our children, our, our, our family, our friends, our brothers, our sisters. What's going to speak into this world? I mean, you have the ability to speak blessings over this nation. And we want to do that. We don't, we, we, we don't want to even speak, you know, you, you can speak ill of people, but what, what good does it do? It, it, it makes it worse. So if you have within you the power to speak blessings, why not do that? Why not speak, speak out the blessings like Abraham, calling those things that be not as though they were? So what, what it, it may be like this, but you have the ability to change it, to shift it just by what comes out of your mouth. So I pray that that you meditate on that and 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 take an assessment. I mean, I have to take an assessment. I, I try to train myself every night before I go to bed. Did I do did, what I did with what I did today? Did I please God? That with what I said out of my mouth was there something that I should not have said and and should have 
allow the Holy Spirit to, 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 to filter me a little bit better. And there are times, yeah, there's like, I just flubbed, I just flubbed really bad <laughs> that I just flunked. I mean, just did not do well that day at all. And I just have to repent before God and go to him and say, God, forgive me, help me. I am your child and I know that uh, that I can be used as an instrument of blessings, to speak blessings, to speak forth your word, your promises. And so so we have that 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 the um that safety net, so to speak, that we can if we messed up, if we spoke, if you spoke some things out against somebody, if you spoke wrong things out against somebody, even if it's true. You had the ability to say, you know, I may know that that's the truth, but I, I, I bless that person. I pray for that person. And you begin to speak over their lives. We have the ability to turn the tide. And so by us allowing God to check our hearts, to, to have that time where we evaluate and say, okay, have I been allowing what's coming out of my mouth to line up with the word of God or have I not? Uh, am I hit or miss sometimes? You know, but we have that in our control. So I admonish you, you know, put a, you know, allow the Lord to put a watch over you. I pray that same prayer that, that David prayed when he said, set a guard, O Lord, over my mouth. Keep watch over the door of my lips. I pray, well, listen, I know it's been a blessing to you. And so speak it out, okay? And then if this, uh, you know, as this podcast has been a blessing to you, why don't you give me some comments? Let me know that you're there. Won't you let me know how blessed this is? And then guess what else? Tell somebody, tell some else, somebody else about these podcasts, because if it's been a blessing to you, it's worth you sharing it with somebody else so that it can be a blessing. So comment on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube, just wherever you are that you're listening in. Give your comments because that actually helps to put these podcasts out on a broader audience because we know the Word of God is what we need in these day and times. God bless you. This has been another episode of Changing Lives. Be sure to subscribe to stay updated on new episodes. Also, find us on the web at mountgileadfgim.org and follow us on Instagram at mountgileadfgim.org. F-G-I-M.